All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of You Ever Podcast. My name is Denise. My name's Alexis. And on today's episode, we have another guest. He's been on the episode before. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Quentin. Everybody calls me Q. Uh, it's nice to be back. Obviously, it's uh be some entertaining topics to talk about. Some stuff that's yep. near and dear to me, you oh know, that I uh, couldn't wait to get on and and voice a little bit of my opinion, but it's, it's always good to join a, a really dope podcast I've enjoyed listening to. So, so although you've been on the podcast before, tell mm-hmm. the people three things about yourself. Okay. Uh, three things about myself. Uh, I'm a sports journalist. I've been doing that now for five years. Um, I don't know if I said this the last time I was on the podcast, but uh, I played college basketball. That's kind of what got me started into sports journalism is is being an athlete myself and kind of seeing how athletes are covered. Mm -hmm. And um, I would probably say that I actually now in my adult life spend more of my casual listening time listening to podcasts more than I do even music. Music used to be a big part of my life when I was an athlete because it was like a a soundtrack to my motivation, whether I was working out, whether I was playing, things of that nature. But now um, that my workouts are a lot shorter, Uh, And it's a much smaller part of my life now. A lot of my driving time, a lot of my casual time, I spend um, just listening to podcasts, ones like the ones you guys host. So, Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts now, too. I mean, even before I started, we started this podcast, I was listening to podcasts. I don't know. It's just interesting. And then sometimes, I don't know, music, you listen to music so much, you know, you know the lyrics and yeah, new music come out, but it's always interesting to hear like other people talk, especially about like finances and relationships, things like that. So I like listening to other podcasts myself. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm at Yachty's house. So she, if you see her in the background, that's her. Hi, Yachty. Just let you know now. Hi, Yachty. All right, so we can go ahead and do the um, icebreaker. I feel like I'm so close. You good. Okay. We just had to back up so we could both fit in the camera at the same time. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with the icebreaker. Are you going to do the icebreaker? Yeah, so I'll do the icebreaker. Okay, so this is the icebreaker that we normally do on the podcast. It's called This or That. And so... Um, the first one is wine or beer? Definitely wine. I'm wine too. You know, I think actually I would probably say wine too. I know that's an unpopular opinion among men, but there's only a few beers that I actually enjoy drinking. So I can't say that I would rather have all kinds of beer versus all kinds of wine. So I would probably say wine myself. Yeah, I don't, um... I don't like a uh, beer. I don't like the way it tastes. Like I've tried maybe two or three types of beer and I just I can't get with it. So I'm definitely choosing um wine over beer. Yeah, I don't like the fuzz like the it tastes like soda, like the um fuzzy. Yeah, and it the makes fizz. Me burp. Yeah. I, I was burping all it was so embarrassing. I couldn't even stop it. Can't yeah. do that can't do that on a date, right? You tr- not trying to embarrass yourself? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I feel it. Okay, so the next one is pet or no pet? What do you say, Q? No pet. Less responsibility. A pet is a child. If it's if it's a child, 
I'm I'm good. I say no pet, but I do want a dog. Okay? <laughs> I wouldn't mind a pet either. It's just one more responsibility, one more thing to have to plan around. When you want to go on a trip, you got to, you know, find somebody to take care of the dog. You got to find true. somebody to feed the dog. When you want to stay over somewhere, you got to make arrangements. And that's just something that I'm not in a position where I really want to have to deal with just yet. Yeah, that's true. I say no pet. Um... I don't currently have any pets. I don't want the responsibility of a pet. Like you said, like I am at, like I like I travel a lot and I like to go to my friend's house and I like to go to my, you know, my family's house. And so with a pet, you got to I don't know, you especially if you go out the country or something, you got to I know my auntie, she has a dog and she takes the dog to the, the like the doggy hotel. They got a doggy hotel. Yes. They got a doggy hotel. And I'm like, how much that cost? No, that's like a kid. That's too much responsibility. So I I say no pet, but when I have a family, like I have kids, I would want a pet. Because then my kids will take care of it, hopefully. (laughs) Okay. So the next one is Thanksgiving or Christmas. Which one do you like more? Christmas. I love Christmas. I like Thanksgiving better. I've always been a Christmas person, but I think that comes a lot more from my experience with uh, being a student athlete where, you know, during basketball season, we didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So Thanksgiving became a lot less important to me than -hmm. Christmas because Christmas was one of the only holidays during a basketball season where we would get to go home. Um, And Christmas is just one of those holidays where not only is it just about the gifts, but it's also about just the reflection of the year because the year is coming to an end. So I enjoy that part of it. Um, And uh, so I'll probably would say Christmas. Okay. All right. Um, Next one, earthquake or tornado? Who volunteers for that? I didn't get that. Like, are we... Like, which one would I rather be? Yeah, because, like, in California, there's earthquakes. Okay. In Texas, Oklahoma, there are tornadoes. So, right. like, have you ever... I don't know. I've never been um, somewhere where there's been a tornado. Close to one. What do you mean? A couple of years ago, we was close to one. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember yeah. that now. That was crazy. Yeah. We were at... Uh, when he was in college... There was like a tornado warning, and I remember us all getting under the under table. The ta- this table right here, matter of fact. <laughs> no, it wasn't this table. No, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It wasn't. You're it right. was another table. It, it was, was like table. it was in his college apartment, mm-hmm. and we got under the table, and I was like, yeah. "Are we supposed to be under the table for a tornado?" earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would I would say earthquake because I've been through an earthquake. Although they haven't been like big earthquakes, I know what an earthquake feels like. Yeah. Um, but although with torna- uh, earthquake, you don't know when it's going to happen. A tornado, you know, they tell you, like, you have warnings. Yeah. And if you want to leave, I guess you can you leave. You could. You could. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a hurricane. They know when hurricanes are coming. So if you have the resources to leave, you can leave. So I would say, um, I guess I would say tornado. Okay. I think I said earthquake earlier, but I would say tornado because I know I can I leave. Honestly, for me, I don't think it really matters. I probably would sleep through both of them. To be honest, I'm just a hard sleeper. Like you really, would. I, I'm a hard sleeper. So, um, I mean, I guess if I'm if I'm awake and I'm you know I know what's coming, I probably would say uh, an earthquake. Just because I haven't seen too many earthquakes recently that have caused a whole lot of damage. As much as I've seen a lot of tornadoes, especially mm-hmm. recently, that have caused a whole lot of damage. But you know, I mean, the last huge earthquake that happened was in like the '60s. So. 
hopefully things stay that way. It says California is due for one, so I'm glad I've moved since then. But yeah, it's due for one. It's been due for one for like 20 years. We were supposed to get one in like 2000, but it still hasn't happened yet. So see. Yeah. All right. So next one, beach or pool? Pool. I say beach. Um, I don't. The thing is, I don't know. I guess you. I would say it depends because I don't. I don't like getting in the beach water, but I like the beach for like the sand and like just like the view of the ocean and how the ocean just looks like it goes on forever, um, and sunsets and things like that. So if it's just for like the scenery part, I guess I would say beach. But if I'm gonna actually get in the water and swim, I would say pool because I've honestly only gotten in the beach water like maybe three times in my entire life. No, I'll say more. Actually, more. But it's been, I could count on both hands um, how, how many times I've been in a, a beach water. Yeah, I would definitely say um, a pool just because I don't like sand. The sand. I don't, I don't like awesome. sand everywhere. I don't <laughs> mind going to the beach if I'm not getting in the water. Like, I'll go to the beach and sit on the sand and chill and watch the ocean, watch the sunset or the sunrise something, something like that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. But if it requires me, like, going and getting in the ocean, and I love to swim, but if it requires me going and getting in the water and then coming out, I would rather just go and get in a pool because it's easy cleanup. And, you know, you know, every time you go to the beach, you come back with sand no matter what. It's going to be sand somewhere. Your phone case, your backpack, your shoes, your nails, your shirt, something is sand coming back to the house. So that's something I prefer to avoid if I can. Yeah. Okay, next one. Movies or music? That one's hard for me. Ooh, um, I'll say music. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say movies. I think I spend more time watching movies than I do listening to music just because movies take longer to get through. So I'll mm-hmm. probably say movies. Okay. Yeah. Let us know what y'all think for all of these. Okay, so next one, Kaylani or Janae? Janae, I love her. She is such a vibe. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's such a vibe. Okay, so you know how um how Apple Music they have that thing called Apple Replay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this year I looked on mine. I looked at it like at the beginning of December, and Janae was number one. I was surprised. I was like, "What? I listened to that much Janae." Um, but I looked later and she was number two, but it doesn't really make a difference. Kaylani was also in my top 10. I think she was number five, but I think that I prefer Kaylani over Janae. Yeah. I probably would say Janae too, but you know, both of them be wild and you know, they be talking about some shit I don't really necessarily agree with, but uh, you know, I'm gonna let it slide for now till we get to later and we talk about <laughs> why I feel the way I feel, but you know, it's cool. It's cool. Hey, Jessica. Hey, girl. All right, so uh, last two. Text or call? Which one do you prefer? Text, don't call. I'm getting better, though. I am getting better. Yo, oh, my gosh. Text text. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's funny. I definitely, yeah, I definitely prefer call. And if if anything, I prefer to FaceTime more than to call. I want to see you. Like, when we're talking, I want to see your reaction. What you have, like, I don't know. I just feel better when I'm on the phone. And, like, texting, I think a lot of times when you text somebody, I can say one thing and then they may take it a different way. Or maybe they say something and I take it a different way. And then I don't, 
I hate to like have to argue or like explain myself over text messaging because it just takes so long and t so much energy when I could just talk on the phone. So um, I just I enjoy talking on the phone. Yeah, texting definitely have, has its place. Um, I think texting is a thing that you do with someone, um, you know, in the middle of the daytime when you don't have time to have a you know consistent conversation. But I definitely prefer calling uh, FaceTime or a phone call just because. You can get everything you need to get out 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long it takes. Mm -hmm. And you guys can move on and go back to whatever else you were doing as opposed to having to text somebody throughout a whole entire day to get across what you were going to say in that 30-minute phone call. So That's true. That's true. I knew I liked you for some reason. That's the only wow. one. <laughs> I need to do some more work if that's the only one. But, hey. You know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Last one. Tea or coffee? Tea. I do not drink coffee. Y'all not had... talking about that nosy stuff, right? Like, oh, they be like, oh, bring the tea. Y'all not talking oh about being nosy. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> not talking about being no Okay, all right. I'm just, I'm just that, making that sure. That tea, too. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. getting clear about <laughs> that. I'm just being clear. You know, I want to make sure, you know, I know what y'all are saying. So. Okay, no. Yeah, I prefer tea. I don't drink coffee. I've had coffee one time in my life. And that was a um, like a frappuccino. And that was disgusting. Um... I don't like the smell of coffee. I don't like that taste. So, no, I don't drink coffee. And you don't like the smell? It smells no, so I don't like the smell of coffee. I like, you know how, like, a lot of times in college people would be like, oh, I'm going to a, um, uh, a cafe or, uh, yeah, like a cafe to go, mm. um, go study. I'm like, no, I can't sit up in Starbucks and study. I don't care about the free Wi-Fi. Like, no. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I used to love coffee in college. Mm -hmm. That's because you were staying up all times of the night, not getting no rest, huh? Huh? It's because you were staying up all times of the night, not getting no sleep. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Now I don't. I don't yeah. remember the last time I drank coffee. Yeah. yeah. And it makes my stomach hurt. Which one makes my stomach hurt? <laughs> uh, I definitely would say that I enjoy. Um, I enjoy coffee for certain occasions where, like. I really, really need it. Like, I really need to pick up. But in general, um, I would just prefer tea. Like, I drink sweet tea. I drink lemon tea. I drink that casually just because. But in general, when it comes to uh, just what I drink on a regular basis, it's tea before coffee for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so we about to get into the questions. Go ahead. Yes, so these are actually some interesting questions to me. I think it's a really some really good debate questions, right? So the first one is, you ever led someone on during the dating phase? <laughs> so my question to y'all is, like, well, it's not a question. Let me, I'm going to just tell my view first. So when I'm, when I not the dating phase, the talking, the talking phase, sorry, y'all. But when I first start talking to somebody, that means, for me, that means that I like you, you like me, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of don't see how you can really lead them on during that phase yeah. because we already have a mutual connection, right? We're going on dates, we're talking every day or whatever it may be. So you're trying to figure this person out. Mm-hmm. So unless the only way that I can see that happening is me leading somebody on, on during the talking phase is if we start talking and then I'm kind of like, 
I'm not really feeling him, but I'm going to just keep talking to him anyway. Okay. For, I don't know, maybe the sex is good or something like that. Okay, Y'all so, yes. So, first, let's define, let's make a difference between talking and dating. Mm-hmm. What What's the difference between those two? Because I think a lot of times people get it confused and they don't know if they're talking to someone or if they're dating. Is there a difference? What's, what do you think? I mean, to me, I think that there is a blurred similarity between the two. I think that when you first get to know somebody, you're talking to them, mm-hmm. right? And you're getting to know them for who they are, or what, you know, what things they might be able to offer to you, what things, common interests you might have. I think once you get to dating, you can still actively date more than one person also. So I feel like really, um, if what you're saying is, is that you only ever date people exclusively, then I think that's just because you've chosen to make that exclusivity. But I don't think it's required when you date somebody because you could go out with somebody and like them and like who they are and like what they have to offer, but then also do the same on other days of the week too. You might go out with one dude on Tuesday and Saturday and you really like him, but you might go out with another dude on Wednesday and Sunday, but you really like him too. So, but maybe you like one of them more or maybe one of them is just kind of just around and you just haven't gotten rid of them yet because you're waiting to see if the other guy is going to commit. In that situation, I think that would be kind of what we're talking about where you talk about, um, you know, kind of wasting someone's time because you kind of already know in your mind what you really want. You're just not ready to say it yet because you don't want to risk losing both of them where you tell one dude, okay, bye, and then the other dude never commits the way you want him to. So. Okay, so my my, my thing is, can you okay so if you're talking to someone are you going on dates like are is he taking you out are you guys going out to eat are you you know spending the night like are you doing that in the talking phase because like we I'm, we still haven't defined what's the difference between talking and dating i don't think that there is honestly much of a difference the only difference i can say is is that if i'm just talking to you you know for sure that that's not exclusivity. Like there's there's no there's no question about it. If I'm just talking to you, okay. it's not exclusive. If I'm dating you, there's a chance that that is exclusive. But I can also be dating you and be dating other people. But just talking, there's no exclusivity in me saying, "Oh yeah, I talked to that girl. Yeah, I was talking to her." Like there's no exclusivity, that there's no expectations that she's only talking to me in that stage. No. Okay, so, so then how can you lead somebody on in that stage then? I think you can lead somebody on if you're talking to, let's just say, like the example I gave, you're talking to this guy and this guy. You simply going out with him in a lot of cases makes people think that you have uh, 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 more of an interest in one guy versus the other one. Because ultimately, that's how it goes. You're not equally interested in two people at the same time. You can never be that way. You might be interested in both people, but not equally. That's not what I think. I, okay. I don't think you can be equally interested in two people at the same time. But if you know in your mind, like, okay, I really like this guy, and I really don't like this guy as much. I really just want this guy to go ahead and commit. If he's not willing to do that, you might keep the other person as a backup. And I think that that's wasting their time, even though you haven't made a commitment to them. You know you don't really want them. You you know that. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm not really pressed about this dude. Like, you maybe you don't get mad that he don't text you good morning. Or maybe you don't get mad that, 
you know, he doesn't hit you back as soon as you want him to. But the dude you really want, you get mad or you might get in your feelings if he's not doing what you want him to do. So that's what I think the difference is. That's how I think you can waste somebody's time in a talking stage because maybe that person wants you to be their number one choice. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want them to be your number one choice and you haven't expressed that, then I think you probably are wasting your time with them. Mm, I think that you can. I think that you can be interested in two people equally. I think that that's possible. I don't think that happens a lot, but I think it's possible to like really be feeling two people equally and like not knowing like damn like what separates this dude from this dude like what you know so i think it's possible that's my opinion i don't think that <laughs> do both parties need to express it i don't think that yeah absolutely waste so much yeah. time in the talking phase i mean i see y'all points i do but i don't think so i think that you're wasting I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like you will, we will both be wasting both of our times. Like, I'll be wasting my own time in a way, too. Because but that's I don't your have choice. any ties to this person. But you, right? you, you actively are choosing to waste your time when the other person doesn't know that they're wasting their time. Right? Because, like, but if you know... In the talking phase. But, if you, but if you know, like, yeah, I don't like him like that. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with him. I'm just seeing him just because he's convenient. But if he doesn't know that that's how you feel... Yeah, you're wasting your time and his, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't actively know, yeah, I'm just seeing this girl just because she just want to be seen. She's not really, she doesn't have any intentions of seeing me in a, in a serious manner. She's just doing it because she don't have nothing else to do on Wednesday nights. But, but if you're doing that and you know that, that's, yeah, that's your choice. But you're not giving them the benefit of the choice on the other end. I think that's kind of how people make that argument about when you talk about like, um... Women who want to be in serious relationships, but guys make it seem like they do when they really don't. It's like you got to give that woman the choice. If you tell her, look, I don't want to be serious. It's then on her to make the decision whether she wants to continue seeing you or not. And if she continues to see you, that's her choice because you told her. But if you don't tell the dude in this situation for you, like if you don't tell him, I'm not really like trying to date you seriously. This is just casual then ultimately it's on them because they chose to continue to see you or pursue you or continue to invest themselves in you. Because I know for me, once a girl tells me, yeah, I'm not really that serious. This is just something casual. I can either agree to do it or I cannot. And most times I won't because it's expensive to date, which is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but as a man, it's expensive. It's expensive from a time standpoint and from a money standpoint to date a woman, especially a woman who has her own money, because she's just not going to be cool with you just coming up with creative cheap dates all the time. You can do that on occasion, <laughs> but doing that all the time is not going to fly with her. So so then I agree with um, Jamila. So do both parties need to express it? I think that yes. that should be expressed in the beginning. Yes, then. Absolutely. Okay, we're starting to talk you. Mm. We're starting to talk. I like you. Do you like me? Are we feeling the same uh -huh. way? Yeah. You know? But if we were to do that, I would still, I mean, I would keep, if I'm, I'm single, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm, if I start talking to a dude tomorrow, whenever, and I like him and I can tell that he likes me and another dude tries to get my number, I'm still keeping all options open. Right. So okay. I kind of do agree with Denise because she said like, I do feel like you can like two people at the same time. 
Okay. But then eventually one person, because you're just talking, right? Mm-hmm. Within the matter of days or weeks or whatever. So eventually one person is going to go up on your list. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're starting to get to know somebody and what your likes, what you like and what you don't yeah. like, right? That's so true. you might be talking to two or three people and be like, I don't like the way he's always trying to call me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like how he Which, by the way, ladies, for anybody that's listening, that's a stupid reason to stop talking to a dude. That's my, that might be the dumbest reason ever to stop talking to a dude. Because all I ever hear is women saying dudes are detached. Dudes aren't ready to, you know, to embrace their emotions. Dudes don't show you what they want. A dude that you want is going to apply pressure. But then when you get a nigga who does that, then it's a problem because it's like, oh, he always calling me. But it's really just, it's the wrong dude applying the pressure. You want a dude to do the same thing he's doing. It just ain't him. And that's what we need to hear. We need to hear that, yo, I like what you're doing. I just don't like it coming from you. <laughs> I don't think most women are going to tell a dude no, that. No, most women won't tell a dude that, yeah. but that's the real reason. It's not, oh my gosh, it's just being thirsty. Like a lot of women will project mm-hmm. that that's just being thirsty. It's not being thirsty because when it's a dude you like, you loving that. Mm-hmm. You with that all day long. If he calling you, texting you, checking on you, asking how your day went, asking you about your job, what you doing, where you at, what you... You loving that, but it's when it's the dude that you don't like. And that's the yeah. part that comes with what, what Jamila was saying about, do you need to ask or do you need to tell people? And I think you do. And you need to tell people when it changes too. Because maybe when you meet somebody, you're interested in, in them in a serious manner. Mm-hmm. But then maybe that changes after two months or three months. And you just have to be real with yourself enough to say, yo, look, I thought things were going to go in this way, but they've changed. I have more interest in someone else. I want to go in this direction. But see, the problem is, this, the problem yeah. is a lot of women and I can't really, I can't really, I don't know. I guess I can't speak for men, but you, you, we have the male perspective right mm-hmm. here, but a lot of women are not like we say we want to be, we want someone to be honest with us and we mm. want someone, we want someone to be upfront, but a lot of us don't tell men when it's like, it's not you, bro. Like, I'm not feeling you. Like, it's, it, this is not it. Like, we won't say that. We just, either because we don't want to hurt their feelings, we want the free dates. Women do that. We want the free dates. The Listen, free I got a word for that. I got a word for that. You know what the word, what's the phrase? What? What's the phrase for that? What? Free dates, free food? Yeah, it's called a foodie call. <laughs> I know. That's what it is. Oh it's a God. foodie call. <laughs> it's the nigga you call... When you want to go on a date, but you don't really like him, but you know he'll go. You know he'll make himself available. So that's the foodie call. That's that's what that is. So, literally. but the answer, my answer, I guess, to the question is, you know, whether you can lead someone on in the talking stage. I don't think you can lead someone on. Really? That's no. how I feel. Because, well, okay, I think I think there's a what fine. Do I do? What do they think? What's I think there's the a fine line. Think? Yes, y'all on the live. Let yeah. us know. Can you lead someone on in the talking phase? And we've just kind of talked about what, like, what's the difference between talking and dating? Um, but it's like, if if you tell somebody in the talking stage, you know, I'm looking for a serious relationship. These are the things that I'm looking for in a relationship. I really like you. I enjoy spending time with you. Don't you think that that's gonna make someone think? that you are looking for that with them because in what for what yeah. reason would you for what reason would you be dating me and then telling me that these are the things that you need or the things that you want if that's not what you want with me why well, are you yes. telling me well right yes if you're telling someone this is what I'm looking for and you're so continuing a, to talk to them then yes you can so but- you're just saying that you can lead someone on in the talking stage that's what we're saying <laughs> 
but is that I'm, what we say? No, but if I'm not telling you that this, these are the things that I want and we're just talking, we're just getting to know each other uh-huh. and I'm not really, like, I'm not asking to see you, okay. I'm not, like, pressuring you to, yeah. like, you know, let's go here, let's go there, then how am I leading you on if okay. we're just talking? That's so, why it's, that's what, wait, that's why we need to define, like... I guess it's it's kind of like what do you see as talking? If I'm just talking to you, we're just communicating. Okay. We're just texting. I'm not like spending a bunch of time with you. Like I'm not. So that's my opinion. Of so it. when you so when you go in, in a, as a man, because again, you know, this oh, is a woman's. Go ahead. Can you read the comments, Alexis? So it says I. Two people said I think you can lead someone on, and another person said you can absolutely lead someone on in a talking stage. Yeah. Okay. So it, at, from from a man's perspective, right? Oh like wait, one more. Sorry, oh, Jessica said if you define the talking stage as something casual, then no, you can't lead them on. Okay. But the dating stage, where you might be more serious, spending time with them, then you can. Okay. okay. So in the in in only reason why I say that I believe that you can lead someone on in a talking stage. It's because you have to start somewhere as a man with a woman. When I approach a woman at a bar, at a club, at my job, at wherever, I have to start somewhere. And usually you start in a talking stage, which really is just another word for the evaluation stage. It's just it's just a place where a woman gets to evaluate all of the assets or the things that you have to offer her men, as a man and vice versa. But I'm, I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking about from 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 a man's perspective. So if I'm going into a situation where I'm courting a woman, I, I, I want this woman to show interest in me in the talking stage. I have to off the rip. I got to be more willing to uh, to pay for dates. I have to make myself available. I have to offer to be flexible because there might be times where she can't meet that are good for me, but I don't want to seem like I'm not flexible when she has time to meet with me. And you have to offer these things Mm -hmm. that ideally you just offer a woman in the dating stage. But as a man, if you're not willing to do those things in thus the talking stage, the non-committal stage, you never get anywhere with a woman. Yeah, I can so see that. that's why I feel like you can, as a woman, lead a man on because if you're actively going out with a guy and you're talking to this guy and this guy is showing interest in you and he's saying that he likes you and he wants to see where things can go and you continue to participate and you continue to go out with him or you continue to... Uh, entertain his attention by texting back, calling back, mm-hmm. going out on dates, coming over, having him over, but you don't like him seriously because you like someone else more. I think that that is leading on because you're not being honest. You're, 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 you're being partially honest because mm-hmm. you do have some interest in him, but he's not your priority. He's not the number one choice that you have. And you're not willing to just come out and say, yo, look, I got options, bro. You number two right now. You number three right now. Have you ever told somebody that you like? I got options. Like you, not the top five. You not the top two. <laughs> no, no. Again, like I said, man, dating is expensive. When you're a man, it's expensive, and we have to be willing to be. We have to. We have to be very careful on who we spend our money with because you'll get some women that'll say what you guys are saying. Well, we were just talking, so it but, ain't no big deal. But I but saying- I done spent two fifty four hundred. And it wasn't for no reason because you don't like me like that. But see, okay, another thing is um, in the dating stage, are you, Alexis, as a woman and also the other women who are on the podcast, are y'all, um, when do y'all pay for the first date? Like That's you know, a great question. I want to know. So I need if, to know that. 
in the comments, I, yo, tell me when when like, do women offer? Like I got the entire time. When do women offer to so, pay for a date? So, so like if you're dating a guy, when do you? At what point are you paying for a date? Like what what has to happen, or when do you pay for a date? Um, someone said women usually know within a week of talking if we like you or not. Um, if you are number two or lower, we usually will back off and men will notice. It. Yeah, yeah, go See, ahead. that's but I don't like I don't like that. And the only reason I don't like that is because that's assuming that someone will be able to tell what your actions are without communicating. See, as an adult, we have onus on ourselves to choose whether we want to communicate how we feel or not. And a lot of times what people do is, is they use passive actions and hope that the other person catches the hint, so to speak, that we're not that interested but some people call that, well, maybe I just need to be persistent. Guys, as guys, we're taught that, right? It's like, you got to show persistence, bro. Like, if she, you know, if she doesn't say no, she hasn't said no yet. So you got to you gotta show her something different. Maybe you got to just approach it in a different way. Just like this, the, the idea that if, if a girl tells you, oh, you know, I'm not really looking to date right now. That doesn't mean no. That just means ask her later, bro. Ask her in a month. Ask her in two months. That's the truth. I think what she's saying, K Knight, yeah. K Knight. I think what she's saying is like usually if you're, she said usually you'll know within a week of talking, right? So if you start talking to this person on Sunday, so let's she said a week, so Sunday to Sunday, and y'all talking every day. Right, mm -hmm. and then Monday, Tuesday, it's kind of like, oh, she's not really texting me how she was, like, good morning or good night. Yeah. Then you're gonna automatically assume. I mean, you shouldn't assume. You should communicate. I get what you're saying, you, but you're gonna you're gonna assume like, oh, well, she probably not even really feeling me like that no more. You know. But if she, but as women, I really think that. If we aren't feeling a dude, we need to tell them that. And I've told Please. I've told my friends Please. multiple times, like if you aren't feeling a dude, instead of I leading him on, which I guess I am saying you can't lead somebody on, just tell him like, bro, I'm not feeling you. Like dudes do things they ha we they have deal breakers. We have deal breakers, and they they meet one of those those deal breakers. Mm -hmm. They do something that we know we, that we don't like, and we know we're not gonna put up with. Tell him I'm not feeling you, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> and 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 Jamila said, but guys aren't honest either uh, with what they're saying or what they're feeling. And I absolutely can agree with that. I mean, it's it's a difficult place to be in, and I'm not making excuses for men because obviously, um, this goes both ways. I'm not saying that only women do this or only men do this. Because it, it, it happens on both sides. But just from my own experience, I can just tell you that when a guy doesn't like a girl, he either makes it known or he literally removes himself from the situation where there's no contact, there's no interest, there's no hint of interest, there's no any of that. Because generally speaking, you know, the man kind of sets the tone for where things go in a relationship. So if a guy Let wants to play along too. I'm not saying that they I'm not saying that they don't play along. What I am saying though is is if a dude is still paying to take you out, then he really just must got it like that if he doesn't like you. If he's taking a woman out and he doesn't really like her, then he must just got it like that. Because I can't tell you me myself personally or most men that I know that at least are in my tax bracket that are going to be willing to just spend money <laughs> spend money on women that they don't like oh anymore. Like, if I don't like you no more, I'm like, look, I'm going to either tell you, which that's what I always try to do is just tell a girl, like, look, like, this just isn't working. I think that these are the things that I need and these are the things that you're not doing. But I try to be direct because, yeah, it might hurt your feelings now, 
but it saves you time on the back end of you thinking that things might change and might turn around when maybe they won't. Okay, so back to my question. Okay. Women, yeah. are you all paying for dates? When? And if you are paying for yeah. dates, when, when do you pay for a date? When How do long? you after a couple weeks? But you gotta no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's after not gonna a couple work. weeks. That's not gonna work. But when okay, if you're paying for when, how many times have you guys gone out before a couple weeks? Is how many dates has he paid for before you're gonna pay? See, I can't really I'm gonna go with the flow winging type of girl. So if we <laughs> going out on dates and stuff and you've been paying, I'm not gonna keep track like, oh, Sunday he paid for this, you know? Mm -hmm. But if we're going out consistently and I got it and you're and I've noticed that you've been paying for, you know, majority of the time, then I'm gonna just get it this one time. I don't have a specific like we go on ten, I pay for the eleven. Okay. That's just me. So, what y'all think? So I think I think you just have to be more specific when you're talking about when. Like for instance, Jamila just gave a direct answer. She said the third date. That's a that's a that's a direct that's a direct answer. Talking about a couple of weeks, like some dudes, like for instance, let's say you're dating a guy and you live in LA and he live in Oakland. Let's say that's who you're dating. Well, you might only get three dates in three months. So you can't say okay in a couple of weeks because you don't well, know where the also, gonna But go. Alexis also said that she's gonna go with the flow, feel the vibe. Okay. So if I'm, th I'm guessing you can speak for yourself. But if you're date, if you guys are going out on more dates within, you know, a couple weeks, then you are gonna kind of fill it out. Should 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 a should, should a man not think you take him seriously until you're willing to pay for a date? No. No. No what? No. No, a man shouldn't no, think that you're not serious because you haven't paid for a date. Because I think that that's what this sounds like. This to me, what this sounds like is. Is that until a woman is paying or putting some kind of a financial contribution towards continuing the relationship, she's not all the way sold that you're the person that she wants to have something serious with. Because it's easy to pull the plug on the situation if you haven't been the one that's invested in anything, right? If you haven't hopped on a plane and paid for the ticket... If you haven't paid for no trip, if you haven't paid for a date, if you haven't planned something on your own, if you didn't buy him a gift yet of some sort, as a guy, we should be thinking, okay, maybe she's still on the fence. We're not saying that she's not interested, but maybe she's not sold yet. Because the first two dates, if I'm paying, all you got to do is show up, whether I pick you up or you meet me. And that's easy, right? Like, that's not hard. Okay. And as long I mean, I usually... <laughs> I usually, I like going half too, though. So, like, if you pay, that's just me. If he pays for the first one or then be like, okay, well, we can go half on the second one. You know, mm -hmm. I don't personally believe that men should pay for all dates. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I feel like either you can take some, too, or just go half. Should y'all in the same place eating? Y'all both eat it. Why right. can't y'all split the bill? I'm with that. I'm but with we it. Know, I'm but with we it. know that there are some women out there who are expecting men Facts. to pay for everything. Facts. Like, and I don't, I don't get it. Facts. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand how you can expect a man yeah. to pay for everything. It's like even if, 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 if y'all just dating, that means he's dating more than one person. Mm -hmm. If y'all are actually in a relationship, like, what are you, what are you doing with your money? Where's your money going, Listen, sweetie? Now, she, she, she go. See, she's going into a whole another conversation. We are. Let's she's going, she's going into a whole another conversation, and I completely, <laughs> I completely agree with her because I'm all for, and it doesn't have to be fifty fifty, but there should be some type of uh, uh, rational split. Between investment, right? 
whether it's financial, emotional, whether it's, you know, from, from a support standpoint, any functioning relationship that I want to be in is going to be one where there's some give and take. If I'm the one that's always giving, 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 and all she does is take, that's not going to tell me that what I'm giving is valuable to her. Because the best way that you show someone that they're valuable is to give back to them. Jamila says, uh, I think by paying for a date, um, you show him you're interested in him and spending more time with him. And I completely agree with that because most women, right, are not raising a hand quick to volunteer to spend their money to go out on a date. So if a woman is doing that to me, that shows a sign like, yo, bro, like she feeling you like she, she she's she's trying to take you seriously because she's willing to put her money where her mouth is, so to speak. Well, what I can say well, is that's that just like a, when go ahead. It's a generational cycle that we got to break them because we've been brought up to for men to pay for everything, mm -hmm. to provide for, to buy us drinks. And, you know, when we go out and stuff like that. So I guess I think I don't know. I will. Yeah. When it comes to like generational, I don't know. I wasn't really taught like, you know, a man should pay for every for everything. I wasn't taught that way. So like but you heard that. Yeah, of course. Like like men should provide. Like I've heard that men should provide. But like when it comes to actual dating, like, you know, you don't pay for anything. You let the man pull out his wallet. And, you know, we see the memes and stuff where it's like, um, like, you know, if, if you know, you act like you about to reach for your a woman acts like she about to reach for her wallet. Fellas, but really, she not trying to pay. Like, fellas, don't don't go for that. Fellas, don't go for that. Let her let her let, let her let her pay for that shit, dog. Let but, her pay for it. If she my, pulling her wallet out, make sure she pulled a card out. I want to see the card. So Pull it out. my question was, um, damn, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot. OK, so let's just all answer the mm. question because we haven't done that one. Okay. Um. Have you guys led someone on during the dating slash talking phase? Nope. I've been honest with the people that I've dated. Um, oh, no, I'm of, looking at you like, really? Are you, were you looking at me like that? I'm just listening. I'm, I'm interested to see. Because oh. I'm surprised. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, I feel like everybody, and, and this is just my opinion, I don't know everybody's situation, but I think that everybody has because... Ultimately, you always end up talking to somebody who likes you more than you like yes, them. Yes, but listen, in, in cases where men have liked me mm. more than I've liked them, mm. I have been upfront. It's only as been soon like, as you notice that they liked you more than you like them. As soon as no, you notice, not as soon as they, not as soon as they know. I guess sometimes I have like if, and I guess kind of what Alexa said, like if a man, if I'm not like calling you and texting you and asking, can we hang out? Then. You, you, sh I guess you should have. I, I say assume, which I don't know which if, if I should be expecting right. him to assume, but like I'm, e I'm expecting you to know that like I'm not feeling you like that right. if I'm not actually going out to do the work. Now, if you keep pursuing me, if a man keeps pursuing me, I'm going to say, Look, you know, I'm not feeling this or whatever, whatever my. I don't even say excuse, but whatever I have to say that I don't want to talk to anymore, I don't want this. I'm going to tell him that because I don't want you to keep pursuing, keep pursuing. And it's like, I know this is not going nowhere. Yeah. In, in, in an ideal world, I think once you have made a decision up in your mind, what you like or what you don't like or what you want or what you don't want, you just tell somebody. Have you led someone on, though? Yes. You have? Yes. Really? Yes. Where a girl started to like me more <laughs> than I liked her, and I just did not have a straightforward way to, I thought that there wasn't a straightforward way to say it. And obviously it always comes down to, you know, you, you care about someone else's feelings, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't want to put someone else down in a manner that makes them think that there's something wrong with them. It's just that 
the relationship between you and the other person just doesn't work for whatever the reason is. Um, so I've definitely strung it along another week or another two weeks where, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hadn't told them straight up, yo, I ain't interested no more. I don't want to do this anymore. But I wasn't like continuing to move the same way I moved initially when I hadn't made my mind up. But that's why I always feel like most people have done that to someone, because in most cases, when you decide, yo, I don't like this person as much as I thought I would. You don't the first day tell them, but in an ideal situation, Mm -hmm. you would tell them the first day you start to feel that way because that's when you honestly know the truth. Because from that point on, you need some time to like let it simmer. Yeah, see, but that, see, for me, that's just gray area because (laughs) I don't know many cases where I like someone, then I didn't like them, then I started liking them again. I've never had that happen. So once I like a girl, if I like her and I'm feeling her and I want to pursue her, if my mind changes and I'm like, eh, I've seen some things I don't really like about her, that's pretty much it. Like, it's not going to change after that. So there's no point in me letting it, quote unquote, simmer because I already know how I feel. I already know what the end game is going to be. Ultimately, I'm going to end up having to ghost her like a lot of people do, which I, I do not advise doing that. That's not cool. We're adults. We can tell people what's going on. You don't owe anybody an explanation, but you can be honest with somebody about what's going on. Um, Or you end up having to be honest with them and tell them, yo, look, like this isn't working out for me. You have these things that I don't think I can really get with, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then you can just move on and go about your business. But at least you know that you've been honest with them to tell them, yo, I, I told you what it was. If you continue to try to peep your head in, then that was what you chose to do. That wasn't something that I asked you to do. So, Alexis, have you um, led someone on? Well, I guess so. Yeah. Explain everything. But I've definitely told them, maybe not right away, but I for sure told Mm -hmm. them after. What made you tell them? What was the final thing they did or that you realized that made you kind of like, okay, I have to tell them now? It was this one guy. um, I was talking to him, but then I started not to feel him because of his ways or whatever. And then I started to back away, and he wasn't getting it. Like, he didn't... I assumed that he would. Right. You hoped that he would just catch the hint and just huh? leave you alone. You said what? You hoped that he catched the hint and just would leave I you hope, alone. Exactly, but he didn't. He kept calling no. and writing me over. As, as so men, told yeah. Him, like, I'm not feeling... I'm sorry, but I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. And I, I ain't talked to him since. As men, I feel like we're taught to pursue and to show interest from the jump and if we feel like we're not getting the answer we want and we haven't been told no it's that we need to do something different or we need to try harder so that's why in a lot of cases you get in positions where the dude is not catching your hint yet because he's thinking well maybe she just hasn't made up her mind yet maybe i haven't shown her what she needs to see in order for her to commit to me Mm -hmm. and that's what happens in a lot of cases where you know, a dude is a dude just feels like he's on the fence. He doesn't feel like he's off the team. He feels like he's just on the trading block, so to speak. Like you might be ready to cut him, but maybe if he does something or shows you something, you'll change your mind. So Okay, sure. All right, let's get into okay. the second question. So the second question is you ever wonder why men don't commit? So can we define commit? Like does commit means marriage? Or does commit means being in a relationship? I think we can talk about... Split them. Yeah, I think we can talk about both. So we can talk about relationship Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about marriage. So I'll I'll, I'll start. So have I ever wondered why men don't commit in terms of a relationship? Yes, of course. Like, 
I think a lot of women have been in situations where they are ready to be in a relationship with a man. And a lot of times maybe we we're the one who wants to be exclusive first. Um, and we want that relationship first. And so we wonder like, okay, like, what is it? Like, why isn't he, um, asking me to be his girlfriend? Right. Um, that happens a lot because I, I don't know how many women, maybe y'all in the comments can let us know. Like, have y'all as a woman, have you ever, um, asked a man to be your boyfriend? Like, Hey, you want to be in a relationship with me? I haven't. Not directly. You I'm sure you probably have it in an indirect manner, right? I mean, in an indir indirect manner, right. like, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to be your yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah, with yeah. somebody uh -huh. who, like, I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But with somebody who I'm not comfortable with, I'm not like, all right, I'm ready to be your girlfriend. So when you going to ask me, like, I'm waiting. Like, I haven't done that. But I guess indirectly, I kind of have with someone who I was more, like, comfortable with. Um, so, yeah, I have wondered why men don't commit. And I think... <sighs> In our age, we're in our mid twenties, late twenties, late twenties, late twenties. She trying to, she trying to hold on. I'm in my she mid twenties. She trying to hold on. Hold on it's no. over. I'm in my late twenties. Listen, it's 2021. You closer to 27 than you are to 26. Don't be telling me my age. Don't start. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm in my late twenties. I don't want to accept that. Anyway, um, so I'm in my late twenties. So it's like I'm. I know like a lot of men my age or that, you know, are in their tw their mid 20s, late 20s, early 30s, that it seems like a lot of men don't want to commit. Mm -hmm. okay. So you wonder, what do you think is why? the reason? What do you think is the reason? They have options. They're yeah. still they're still trying. I think a lot of times and I said this so many times, I think a lot of times when it comes to relationships, men want right. to be financially stable. Okay. They want to have their career mm -hmm. yep. and they want to, you know, have like all their ABCs ducks in a row. And as women, we feel like if we aren't already stable in our career, if we are, if we don't already have, you know, our life, quote unquote, figured out, we can do that and still be in a relationship. You know, we can like, you know, people say, oh, like, let's build together. Like we can build together. Like you don't need to have everything figured out before you come to me. Okay. So I like what K9 said. She said men know what they want. And they will go after it when they know what they want. Okay. I totally agree. I, Of course, I wonder why, too, why men don't want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think um, that mainly it's either... Well, actually, I asked two people, did two men, this today. Mm -hmm. So some of them, um, they said that either they can only relate to this person sexually. So maybe they just want her for different you know different reasons or whatever mm -hmm. or they're a player they don't want to just settle down with just one person mm -hmm. you know or uh, the truth is i feel like we talk about like women being hurt too but i feel like men has been hurt as well mm -hmm. right Definitely. so maybe they don't want to just jump into a relationship yet men have trust issues too yeah there's just so many different reasons as to why okay yeah what about you q i mean i think obviously there's three the three biggest things that came to my mind when she brought this question up and kind of suggested that this is what we were going to talk about. I said, the number one thing to me is, is lack of examples, right? Lack of examples of functional relationships, relationships that last, relationships that work, relationships that um, function in a positive manner. Most, and I can only speak from a young black male's perspective, I had an experience in my life that was very, very unique where my parents got married before they had children. They had children, they stayed together, they raised those children. Those children are adults now, they moved out of the house and they're still married. That's a very rare thing to, in today's age, 
where the the marriage works in that long from, you know, just a relationship grows into a marriage, then raising a family, so forth and so on. So I think that that's a big factor in why a lot of men are slow to commit is because they don't have a lot of examples in their day-to-day life of functional relationships that work. Mm-hmm. I think another example is what you guys mentioned, which is the fear of um, of the relationship not working because of whatever it might be, whether it's their trust issues, things that they feel like they haven't been able to get over before. Um, it could just be something as simple as they're just not in a position where they feel they are the man they want to be in the relationship that they feel they deserve. Mm-hmm. You might want a committed long-term relationship but as a man we're kind of taught and conditioned to think that if we don't have anything to offer a woman whether it's financial whether it's uh uh from a security standpoint whether it's having a career path that's going to lead us to something whether it's just having a plan about what we want to do long term with our life if we don't have any of those things in order it's really really hard for us to commit and convince a woman we care about that, yeah, I got this going. You know, come on, come, come, come get on my train. I'm ready to take you where I want to go. And until a man is ready to do that, he might have met the right girl. He might acknowledge you are the person for me. But if he feels but, like he's not but. in a position <laughs> to give you everything he feels that you deserve, it's going to be very difficult for him to convince you and to feel like he's being honest with himself to say, yo, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to take the next step in this relationship. Because while women have a biological clock and women try to work to gain things by a certain age, I think that men a lot of times work on accomplishments and on a schedule of a financial clock. And not that we're, you know, we want to pay for everything and not that we uh, um, feel like we need to be in a position to do that before we commit. But the reality is, is that if a woman feels that you're not financially stable in some way, She's not going to trust your judgment. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the reality of the situation. So then that comes back to communication. Then. Let me know. Let me know what's going on. How do you feel you would how, how do you feel you would respond to someone if a man says, look, I want to be with you. I want this to work out, but I'm not in a position to give you everything I feel you deserve. Are you going to are you going to stick around for that, though? Now would what you knowing what you know now? I did stick around. But would you do it again though? I don't know. Because I feel like like what K Knight said, she said, until a man finds his purpose and he's living in his purpose, there was they're not gonna commit to a woman because he doesn't even know what he's doing with his own life. So Yeah. Jessica says, uh, should she wait for him to be ready? I don't think that any person, man or woman, should wait for someone if what you want is what you want today. And the reason why is because how like how long if you are waiting, how long are you going to wait? I like, think, and then are you going to put a time on it? Like, OK, I'm going to wait two months for yeah. him to ask me to be his girlfriend. And then then, you know, I'll do then two months going to pass by. He's still not going to ask you to be his girlfriend. Then what you going to do? Keep waiting. I think, longer? I think realistically, I think what you should do is is you should talk to the guy first. If I'm asking if I'm answering Jessica's question first. If it's a man, right, and the man is telling you this, I think you should talk to him about what it is he feels like he needs in order to be in that position where he's ready to commit, right? And if it sounds reasonable to you as a woman, if it sounds reasonable, if it's something you feel like 
is a real reason why he hasn't done that yet. Then you try if he's worth it. Again, this is only if he's worth it. Because if he's not worth it, then there's no reason for you to be talking to him in the first place. You shouldn't even be considering this to begin with. But if he's worth it, then you should be trying to support him in obtaining whatever it is. Let's say you meet the guy, he's in grad school, right? And he's in the middle of grad school and he wants to land that big job he's been working for through grad school, right? He has a year left. Then you support him. You have the relationship you have. You wait for him to try to fulfill those things that he's trying to get to. And you, you, you judge him based off of that. If he's, if he's actively continuing to pursue the goals he has, then you take him at face value. If you don't see any progress, if you feel like he's just telling you something because it's just him telling you something, then you have to be real with yourself and say, yo, look, like I know that that's what you said, but you're not making any moves to get yourself into that position. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not any closer to getting those goals accomplished that you wanted to get accomplished. So I need to move on and go get what I need to get with someone else. But you also have to realize, and this is kind of something that happened in that movie, um, Acrimony, right? It's like you have to acknowledge that when you leave, if he gets on later, you can't get mad that you left too early. You, you can't. You can't get mad that you left too early. You just got to you got to take your decision and live with it. Because for some men, accomplishing their goals is going to take them five years after they get out of high school. For some men, it's 10. For some, it's 15. For some, it's 20. We see, a lot of, we, see a lot of, we see a lot of men, right, that don't get married till they're 40. But most of the women that they marry are what? 25, 26, 27. But why? Because women are, generally speaking, usually ready for commitment long term mm-hmm. before men are. So in most cases... That's what you have to realize as a woman is like, okay, if it's not this man, maybe it's someone else. But you can't turn around and be looking backwards saying, oh, man, see, he, he didn't have his shit together when I was with him. And now he got it together and he with old girl. That happened to me. You can't it do that. Like, you whatever. said it, it happened to you. I you can't do that. That did happen to me. So I waited for a little bit. It wasn't too long. And then I ended up starting talking to other people. And then he came back and was just like, oh, you know, like, I want to be with you now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> And look, that's, that ship has sailed. That's your that's 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 absolutely your right, your choice, and it's probably the right choice because the thing that people overlook, I think, in relationships is that timing is everything. Timing might be more important than even chemistry, mm. and I believe that only for one reason because I can meet the right person for me. I can meet a person who meets me on an intellectual, a spiritual, emotional, a sexual level who's the right person. But if I meet you and I'm 20, it's not going to work. But maybe if I meet you and I'm 27, it's just the right time. So I think that timing is very, very, very important in whatever relationship you have. Because now we older. I ain't wasting no time. Look, and that's... The- <laughs> if I don't like you, I'm letting you know a friend 2021. No, I'm not wasting no time. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is, is you need a dude who is, you know, build a man. He's together. He's together from the jump. He don't have no, no nothing, nothing he needs to work on, nothing he needs to improve. No, he needs to come true. ready. No, no, she does, yeah. We had an episode where we, we said, would you date someone who's still trying to figure out their purpose? Mm-hmm. And I definitely would. You don't have to be all the way together, you know? You I don't, don't think, all the way together. yeah, that's I'm what I'm going to say. Something that I'm not, um, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, Sylvia like, none says, of like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, any person, especially at our age, have themselves all the way together. Like you have 
everything and i remember i sent a couple of my friends q sent me a video and i sent it to my friends and she was saying how um uh like you know we have we have a list we have standards we have things that we want that guys long to ass make. list it's we're not we're not gonna get into that <laughs> we're not gonna get into that list but you know we have a list and so you know she was saying like you know we have to meet some of those things on our list that we are asking guys to to yeah, have like nice. you you saying oh he gotta have a house he got to have a car. He got to have a job. He got to have no kids. Okay, let's first, do you have 